Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliver Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. Guess what? We all know there's a lot of stuff going on around us today. Um, One of the things I, I would... um like you to know that God cares about you in the midst of all the stuff that you're going through. And some of y'all going through a lot of different things today and sometimes it don't seem like nothing getting any better. Well, we still have to trust God in the midst of things don't look like they're getting better and watch God work it out for you. It's just something to think about who God is and what he's capable of doing. Bow your head with me for a moment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those that are with me this evening, those that are watching this broadcast by television or YouTube, Twitter, or listen to our podcast. I ask that you touch, save, deliver, and make free. Break yokes in the hearts and minds of the people, oh God, and meet the needs in their lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. After this message, after the service is over, you'll be able to go to the website, PastorBWells.com, uh, and it'll connect you right into our YouTube page so you can watch uh, uh, the rest of the service if you're watching the TV broadcast. Uh, um, and uh, if you're watching uh, uh, another way or listening to the podcast or something, you can go to PastorBWells.com and you'll be able to watch the rest of the service there. All right, I'm just excited about what God is doing today. Today, I want to talk to you about breakthrough. Everybody's going through something, and some people are going through stuff that don't make no sense. Some people are going through things that they've been going through for a long time. But today, I want to talk to you about breakthrough. Because some people need a breakthrough in their life. Some people need a breakthrough the situation going on in their life. Some people need to get restitution for things that happen in their life and to their family. Some people need a breakthrough mentally. Some people need a breakthrough financially. Some people need a a breakthrough in a home, in a church. People look for breakthroughs in different ways. People need a breakthrough and they travel to work on the highway because the highways be so jacked up, tearing apart their cars, you need a breakthrough. So today I just want to touch a little on the subject of breakthrough because breakthroughs are important. When you will receive a breakthrough from God, you can do better. One of the things I've learned about God performing his word is that he honors his word above his name. One of the other things I like about God, he's a keeper of his word. Another thing I like about God is that he is a way maker. He can bring a breakthrough in your life. 
Many people listen to many preachers and they screaming and yelling and talking about this, talking about that. But people need a breakthrough in their life today. They need a breakthrough. They need a wall that's around them torn down. Seems like the devil had put up walls around people to keep them from receiving what God had for them. But I want you to know today that God has a breakthrough for you. There's different type of breakthroughs that take place. Let's talk about that. Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 6. Let's talk about breakthrough. 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 6 says, listen to this. I want you to listen to this. For the Lord made a noise, for the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and the noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel having hired the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Breakthrough. Let me read it one more time. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians hear a noise of chariots and the noise of horses and even the noise of a great host. And uh, uh, um, and they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had it hired the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. This is the thing a lot of times people need to learn and understand about God. God knows how to give you a breakthrough. He knows how to tear down walls. He knows how to tear down bricks. He, know that, uh, he knows how to move whatever is out of your way and give you a breakthrough. A breakthrough got to take place in your life in order for you to go where you got to go in God. God got to give you a breakthrough. Oh, y'all hear me. Look at that verse, beloved. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 6 tells us that the Lord made a noise that the king of the city, the city is heard. They got scared. They got scared because something was taking place. But it was nothing taking place. <laughs> That's how God brings straight breakthroughs. You ain't got to do nothing special. You ain't got to be nobody special. But God can make a noise so your enemy think that the whole nation is against them. Oh, my gosh. You got to understand how God works with breakthroughs. That's something to think about. The king of Syria and the Syrians got scared because they heard noise. Uh, something about when a breakthrough starts taking place, something starts taking place, noise starts rising, excitement starts moving, everybody starts moving forward when a breakthrough comes, and that's what happened. Look at that verse. The Syrians thought they were big and bad, and they were going to destroy Israel. But the Lord, the Lord himself, oh, y'all hear me? The Lord made a noise that the Syrians heard, and they got scared and thought that Israel went high, the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians. So they already knew about how the Egyptians were when they fight. They already knew about how the Hittites fight. They weren't particularly scared of Israel. That's the point I want to bring out. The devil isn't particularly scared about you at all. 
He's going to care less about you. It's who you got behind you. It's who you got standing by you. That's who he's scared of. That's who the enemy is scared of. So the Syrians hurt the noise and they got scared. They got in the wind. We're not staying here. We're not sticking around here. The Israel can take whatever they want, but we ain't staying here. Breakthrough. Sometimes we're sitting on a breakthrough and we're crying and complaining and about to miss the breakthrough. Sometimes the breakthrough is right there. What you do is got to step a little further and you can walk into your breakthrough and your blessing. Oh, glory to God. A breakthrough comes when we obey God. He ain't coming before that. Ain't no breakthrough coming before you obey God. Don't let nobody fool you. You give all the money you want to the church. You ain't never get no breakthrough if God don't order it. Ooh-wee. Breakthrough. Come through the spirit. The spirit of God brings about that breakthrough in your life that no man could understand how is this possible. Don't you know the story of the three Hebrew boys? Oh, my gosh, the story of the three Hebrew boys. Everybody know that story, but they don't realize there was a breakthrough that took place. You got to understand something about that story. When you look at the story of the three Hebrew boys that were thrown in the throne in the forest, furnace, when they were thrown in the furnace, the people that put them in the furnace got burnt up because they heated up seven times greater. You go read the story about that. And you don't realize when that threw them in the fiery furnace, they got burnt up. And then when they went to check, they're trying to understand why in the world, why is these men walking around? Why in the world are these men, these men, but they burnt the crispy critters, but they walking around and they all look like that's their fault. They walking with them, breakthrough. You gotta understand something about breakthrough. You can go through whatever you're going through and come out on scratch and nobody never know you've been in a fire. Oh, you got to learn something about a breakthrough. Breakthrough comes many different ways. Hmm. They had a commercial about all these different individuals. One had a beat up car. He was saying, oh, if I had a better car. If I could do this, and then somebody had that better car, and the person that had that better car said, oh, if only I had that car. And it just went on and on and on, and then they see the man in a wheelchair say, if only I could walk. Breakthrough. Breakthrough is the key. Breakthrough is the key to your determination to lead a good life before God. I ain't talking about a good life before man. See, a good life before man could be corrupt. A good life before God is that you in God's will. And he's working with you and you're working with him. And you're walking, you're walking in line with his word. The problem is that people don't understand that God said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent a breakthrough. Ah, breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Okay, let's go real quick to Kings chapter 3. Second Kings chapter 3. I want to talk a little bit more about breakthrough. Second Kings chapter three and verse twenty-six. Listen to this. 
And when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he took him 700 men that drew the sword to break through even unto the king of the Edomite, Edom, but they could not. Let me read it again. When the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he took with him 700 men that drew the sword to break through even unto the king of Edom, but they could not. Did you hear that? Here's all these men of war that knew how to fight with a sword. They couldn't get a breakthrough. Why? Why couldn't they get a breakthrough? There were 700 men that could fight. Yeah, you got to understand something about this. You got to understand something about a, a, a breakthrough. The king of Moab took 700 strong men that know how to draw a sword, and they figured it was going to break through and get to the king of Edom, but y'all wasn't having but God said not to. Some of y'all going through things and the enemy's trying to continue digging way through, digging way through to the root of your life and the shame, but God said not so. They're not going to break through. You see, there's different type of breakthrough. That type of breakthrough that we're talking about is when God come in and move things out, open doors, and in this case with the king of uh, uh, Moab, he was for no good. So now that the battle was hot, when he say sword, I mean he was hot, and they were loose. Now they're going to take, now we're going to take 700 men, and he's going to break through and get away. But God said not so. I ain't letting you break through. And the enemy comes in like a flood. The Bible said the spirit of the Lord arise up a standard against it and tear it up. Understand how God works. Understand who God is. God is like us. He doesn't fail. He doesn't error. He doesn't make mistakes. The king of Moab. No, he was losing the battle. So he called his confidence to get some men together. Come on, let's get out of here. So they went down and started fighting and trying to get through. And God said, make sure that they don't get through. And they couldn't get through. Let me tell you something. The enemy maybe tried to nip at you and nipping at you and nipping at you. He's trying to break through so you can't succeed. But I come to tell you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Did you hear that? You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. Moab wanted to break through, but they weren't in the right place to receive it. Ah, oh, yeah, I hear this. Moab and the king wanted a breakthrough that day. They had 700 men to fight and still couldn't win. Uh, they couldn't get away. Why couldn't they get away when they had 700 men? Why men that fight? Because I learned something. When God say no, there is nothing nobody can do about it. When God says yes, there's nothing nobody can do about it. Breakthrough. We used to sing a song. 
I heard many, many years ago. It was something like this. <clears throat> In him, you have a breakthrough. In him, you have a breakthrough. In him, in him, you have a breakthrough. That breakthrough is for you. That's something to think about. It's for you. In him, you have a breakthrough. In Christ Jesus, you have a breakthrough. Stop trying to do everything yourself and learn to trust God. Turn things over to God. Allow him to give you the breakthrough on your job. Allow him to give you the breakthrough in your prayer life. Allow him to give you the breakthrough in your walk, whatever. Allow him to give you the breakthrough in your home. Breakthrough. Any breakthroughs in these church buildings today? People go to church and can't rejoice in God. People go to church and oh, everybody going back to church, but they're not taking God with them. God is a meat man no more. He probably never made some of them there. Look at what happened to the king of Assyria, of the king of Moab. Look at what happened to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria had a noise because God made the noise. The king of Moab saw that the Lord was fighting him. He was trying to break through to get away. Understand that God is a God of breakthrough. He's a God that can bring you through. I don't care what it is. I've heard God deliver people and heal people of cancer, tuberculosis, all kind of stuff. He could give you a breakthrough. He could cause a breakthrough to come in your life. And your life has changed dramatically forever. In him, there is a breakthrough. But the question is, do we really want the breakthrough? Do we really want God to give us a breakthrough? Or are we just nipping along happy? Breakthrough is there waiting for you to obtain it. We used to sing a song, God got a miracle for you. God got a miracle for you. Reach out and grab it. You can have it because God got a miracle for you. It's the same thing with breakthrough. God got a breakthrough waiting for you. But do you want it? Do you want the breakthrough that God has a sign with your name on it? That's why I tell people to stop trying to get what belongs to everybody else and get what God has for you. People are so wrapped up in trying to get what everybody else has, the car that everybody else has, or the home that everybody else has. They want everything that don't belong to them. So there's no chance of you getting your breakthrough because there's no room for it. There's no room for God to give up your breakthrough through because you're trying to get what other people have so he can't deal with you. He can't work with you. He can't talk with you because you're too wrapped up trying to get something out. 
I know y'all run behind these preachers said that God is going to do the same thing here. He came for jail, Mary Harry. And all of you dummies run around waiting for God to give you a hundredfold. Everybody's getting a hundredfold. Well, you're just boarded out God's word. Because God said he gives some. He don't give the whole church a hundredfold. Everybody in the building is not getting a hundredfold. All these preachers praying, I'm praying that God give you all a hundredfold back. You can't do that. You gonna cause these people to miss their breakthrough. Because they look up a something God didn't say. He said some. If a hundred people at the church, you can't give all a hundred. A hundredfold back. Because that's contrary to his word. He said some. And nobody knows who that some is. But there's one thing I know for sure. God got a breakthrough with your name on it. Ah, that sounds nice. God has a breakthrough with your name on it. You know, in a in a, in a north field, when they send out when they send out a warrant, they put your name on that warrant. You want it, and whoever finds you, gonna get that collar. And they put a warrant out. Is that something? They put a warrant out on you and any other police officer, detective, or whatever. Get you, they get that collar. That's what they call the collar. But if something when God has a breakthrough with your name on it, that he's going to allow you to receive it. He's going to allow you to overcome everything that's hindering you to get it if you truly want it. That's why I tell people, don't focus on what other people got. That is not yours. You don't know what they had to do to get it. You know, you see, women with certain things and uh, men with certain things, you don't know who they were sleeping with. You don't know who they were drinking with. You don't know what they done to get it. Stop looking at what other people have and get what God has for you because the Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have they been the men the things that God prepared for them that love him. That's when you love God. See, it doesn't work the other way around. You got to love God. People say, well, well God is loving God already. Uh, first of all, God already have everlasting love for mankind. He already has everlasting love for us. He already has a, a redeeming love for us. And he's not so long suffering towards us that when he's willing that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So we don't need to be saying, I want God to love me. That's just the devil trying to trick you. Make you believe God don't love you. He loved you before you were even born. Isn't that something? It's just like a mother having a child. She loved that child before it was born. She's carrying it. She's feeding it even before it's born. They learn that from God. He's the one that made man. It is an issue. The king of Assyria heard a noise from the Lord. The breakthrough came through for the children of Israel because God caused the noise to take place. Moab thought they were getting away. But God caused the breakthrough for the children of Israel to take place. So the Moab couldn't break through. You got to understand something about God. He said, I'm the Lord that God that changes God. He don't change. He's not like us. Today we up, tomorrow we down, today we night, tomorrow we night. He ain't like us. He ain't nothing like us. 
We may be made in his image, but we ain't nothing like him. We get ticked off in a second, God knows. We ain't long suffering. But first, don't do what we say right now. We mad with them. We cutting them off. God is long suffering. It's gonna come upon come upon the time when He say, "Yeah, now that's it." But He's not like us. God loves us so much that He allows us to obtain a breakthrough. God loves us so much that He wants us to be free. But the question remains consistently. Do we really want God's freedom? Do we really want God's freedom? Let's move on. Let's go to um, Exodus chapter 19. Let's talk more about breakthrough. Exodus chapter 19. Exodus chapter 19 and verse 21. Listen to what it said. Listen to what it said. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord, and to gaze, then they may perish. Many of them, and many of them perish. Let me read it one more time. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down and charge the people, lest they break through to the Lord, unto the Lord, to gaze, that they may perish. Now, did you hear what the scripture just said? This is talking about the people of God. God was dealing with Moses. He didn't want to deal with the other people. They were doing what they wanted to do anyway. But God already knew that what they were going to try to do, they were going to break through and try to come up and see who the Lord was for themselves. They, were, they didn't want Moses to do nothing. They wanted to do their own thing. God told Moses, go down there and tell those hard-headed people. Don't come up here and I'm going to kill them all. You got to understand something about God. God is holy. I know people don't like to hear about that word holy, but the Bible says, be holy, for I am holy. He said, peace, follow all men and holiness. Well, no man is going to see the Lord. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care how long you're going to church. It don't matter. You must be born again. The people of Israel, the people of God today, we cry, we want God to do all this and do all that. But when it comes down to the breakthrough time, we throw our hands up in the air and give up. Run off the road. But when you really look at God, how God is, that's why I say God's not like us. If God operated the way we operated, we would all been lost a long time ago. We all would have probably been dead in a car accident or walking across the street and dropping dead from heart attack, all kinds of stuff. But God is long-suffering. He wants us to have a breakthrough in our life. He wants us to have a change in our life. Well, we can really brag on it that God did this. Because see, a lot of times we say things. We say God did something, and we did some scamming to get it. And then we throw God's name on it to make it look good. The children of Israel needed to understand in this verse that God wasn't giving them a personal breakthrough. But they were going to try, they were determined to try to break through on their own. Can't do that. Not when you walk with God. This is not about you. That's the thing everyone needs to understand for. Understand that this is not about us. This is about the kingdom of God. It ain't about us. As soon as we learn that, we'll truly obtain eternal life. 
will truly attain salvation. We'll truly understand who God is. We'll truly understand the way God works. Let me pray for the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, touch everybody that's watching the TV broadcast right now. Meet every need their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Those that's watching the TV broadcast right now, you can watch the rest of this broadcast. Go to Pastor B, uh, well, Pastor B Wells, uh, dot com. I'll be connected to the uh, page for this, for this broadcast. Okay, now let's move on. Now listen. God told Moses to go down there and charge the people not to come up here. Because if they come, they're going to die. They ain't holy. They're not clean. They're doing whatever they want. And it's one of the things I keep telling people. You can't fool God. You can fool preachers. Some preachers are easy to fool. You can come and spray yourself all over with cologne and perfume and smell good. But you know you got a sinful smell on you anyway. Understand how God works. Understand how God works. Let's move on. Let's go to uh, Acts 1 and 8. Let's go to Acts 1 and 8. You got to understand that God does not change. He's always been the same. He's always been holy. He's always been righteous. Acts 1 and 8 says, <clears throat> but ye shall, shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world of the earth <clears throat> I'm going to read it again but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Breakthrough. A breakthrough takes a place in your life that you need from God. Until the power of the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, they didn't have the power to get a breakthrough on their own. They didn't have the power to break through with their witness. They didn't have the power invested in them to bring deliverance. They needed a breakthrough in their life and they needed a breakthrough with the power of the Holy Ghost so they can become effective witnesses. And that's one of the things we need. We need to affect the power of the Holy Ghost in our life. We need to affect the power of God in our life so we can be a real witness, not a wishy-washy witness. Up today, down tomorrow, up today, back down. But God, who was merciful and gave them that breakthrough on the day of Pentecost when the day of Pentecost is not even really discussed anymore today? That's something to think about. Many ministries don't even talk about the Holy Ghost. Most people don't even know who it is. Most people have no clue. I never forget one day I was talking. I was in a chat room years ago. And I mentioned about the word holiness. So one person said, is that a new coat? I said, man, don't you read your Bible? He said, what do you mean? God is holy. From Genesis to Revelation, God is holy. We must be holy. 
He's oh, oh, oh. He ain't know it. He's supposed to be saved. He doesn't even know that he got to be holy. When you look at God's word, you're going to see that he gave his people breakthrough. You're going to see that he wanted to give his people breakthrough. That's one reason why he sent the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost to lead them and guide them in all truth. That's how you know a lot of these people today are not walking in God's fullness. They don't know which way they're going. So with the preachers. I heard of statistics that uh, 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 preachers commit suicide a lot. Yeah. I don't know who they serving, but they can't be serving God. You got to understand something about God and his servant. When we obey God, I want you to listen to this about breakthrough. When we obey God, God will work in our behalf. When we rebel against God, he's going to let whatever happen happen because you're doing your own thing. He can't help you. God is not a force you on person. God don't force himself on no one. He don't have to. He already gave up his son. He doesn't have to force himself on you. But when you start scamming and whamming, when you stop trusting God, anything's going to happen. I'm telling you, anything's going to happen. That's why you got to be careful. That's why you got to pick your friends wisely. Pick your husband and wife wisely. Let God lead you in picking your friends and your husband and wife. That sounds silly, right? But it's a fact. The Bible tells us to be sure to our friend. The Bible says, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. But yet, yet, many women went out there and got their husband and that got mad when the man was kicking their behind all the time. The Bible didn't say that she that findeth a wife findeth a husband findeth a good thing. It said that he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and then find, obtain favor of the Lord. You need a man to obtain favor of the Lord. See, that's why y'all, we, we got it all. The enemy has tricked us up, caused us to miss out on our breakthroughs because we base things off of money. We base everything on financial. Oh, he don't have a lot of money. Oh, he has a lot of money. That's the man of marriage. That man that has a lot of money can't guarantee you debt. Because he's always dump you whenever he's ready and get another one. And they've done it. But Acts 1 and 8 tells us Look at that verse, Acts 1 and 8 says, For ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in both in Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost spots of the world. Jerusalem should be your home. Jerusalem should be your home. Where you live. <laughs> oh, that gets some people. Some people get upset about that. When we start telling them about home, when you start mentioning home, they start frowning up and crawl up in a chair because outside of home, they live one way and in home, they live another way. So Jerusalem is home. Your family should see the life that you claim you live in. They should be the ones that see it first more than anybody else, not the church people. You can, you can cite church people easy. They like everybody jumping up and down and looking good and giving a good offering, but at home, well, there ain't no service. But the child of church people ain't around. You with your children and your wife, your mother, your brother, your cousin. That's 
Get you rid of them. Where the Holy Ghost can be shining bright through them so they can see the light of Christ in you. That's why a lot of people can't get breakthrough. You can't get a breakthrough because you live in double lives. You live in a religious life in church and a double life at home and no life in Christ. Can't get a breakthrough that way. Not from God. Not a real breakthrough. Real breakthroughs come from God. You ever notice how country, I don't care how much other countries help them, they stay in a mess because they have not got a breakthrough from God. You know what I'm saying? They're staying in a mess because they have not got a breakthrough from the living God. And a lot of people lives are that way. They haven't got a breakthrough from God. God had a breakthrough from them because they haven't allowed them to. You know, they're not, everybody's not allowing God in. Everybody's not allowing God in their home. Everybody's not allowing God in their private life. Oh, no, y'all, he can't come in here. Breakthrough. Everybody wants the good stuff. But everybody don't want to go through what is required to get that. Let's move on. Let's go to Hebrews 4.12. Breakthrough is something that you can obtain. Oh, if you want it. It's really interesting when you look at the scriptures. Because you know you can obtain a breakthrough. You know breakthroughs are available for those that want it. But you got to be willing to want the breakthrough. You got to be willing to uh, uh, go after the breakthrough. You got to be willing to do what's required. Look at this verse. Hebrews 4 and 12. Listen to this. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Passing even the soul, uh, passing even into the dividing of the soul and spirit, and the joints and the marrow, and in the skirt of thoughts and the intents of a heart. I'm gonna read it again. For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than two any two-edged sword, passing even and divides to the dividing of the soul and spirit, even the joints and marrow, and the discerner of Thoughts and the intents of a heart. Did you hear that? Okay, it's the divider. No, 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 look at the verse. The word of God is quick and powerful. And even sharper than any two-edged sword. Passing to the dividing ascender of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and a discerner of the thoughts. And the intent of a heart. Of the heart. What in the world is God saying here? This Bible. Whom a lot of people run around. Don't want to carry a regular Bible. You download it on your your, uh, your smartphone. Your tablet. Your computer. Your, your smartwatch. So on and so forth. That word of God is already settled in heaven. So it doesn't matter if you download it. I'll read the hard book. But I'm going to tell you something about the hard book. You don't have to recharge it. <laughs> it's not going to die out on you like your watch will, your tablet will. Your, oh, my goodness. Your laptop will. The battery's not charging if you can't find nowhere to charge it. 
I should know. I do business and I'm, my batteries have died on me. And I'm trying to find some way to plug it in. Especially if you're on it in, in an international country, you got to have the right plug. But I want you to think about this. One of the reasons a lot of people don't receive their breakthrough because God is the scanner of the heart. And he knows the intents of your heart. That's why. People wonder why they don't receive them. God knows you're scamming. God knows your motives are not right. Think I'm joking? Yeah, I have known people and there have been people. If God blesses them and breaks certain yokes in their life, they're going to use that as a tool to do dirt to people. Did you hear me? I know a man. I don't know if he's still alive. I was talking to him some years ago. And I felt bad for the young man because he was on, on social services, welfare. He's a young guy. He got himself caught up in some fraudulent nonsense with a bank that he worked at. So that was jobbing out the window. So I was at the time I was offering a business opportunity. I offered him that. I said, well, this can help you. You can, you make money with this, earn in legal, legitimate money and make money and, you know, get your life together. He said, no. I don't want that. I said, what do you mean? I don't want to work nowhere. What do you mean you don't want to work nowhere? I don't want to work nowhere. I want to keep on getting my little check, but that little check ain't here for me. Take care of you. I'm just, well, I'm going to keep on collecting kids the best I can. Because he was collecting kids. I said, this is ridiculous. You're an educated man. Why would you do something so, so simple? But now I realize he didn't want to break through. Did it happen? He didn't want to break through because he was comfortable getting that social security check, uh, uh, the social service check. He didn't want to break through. I don't care what you offered him. I don't care how you set him up. He did not want that breakthrough. Everybody thinks that people do better if you gave them more money. That's not the truth. A breakthrough has nothing to do with how much money it is. A breakthrough is a breakthrough. When you read the word of God, you're going to constantly see that God wanted to give his people breakthroughs. Some of them refused it. Some of them rejected it. Some people didn't want it because they had to change. Look at the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. You would think everybody was jumping up and down. And down the bridge. No, they passed the Red Sea. They walked over the ground. You would think they would be happy. No, not so. Not so. Breakthrough requires change. That's why it's called a breakthrough. Because breakthrough, you come out of what you're in into something else. The children, all the children of Israel was not happy with coming out of Egypt. And the first thing they said, how could you bring us out here? What the die in the wilderness? <laughs> they had a lot of gut. After God performed all these miracles and fed them and did all that, they still would not, would not receive the breakthrough. So everybody don't want a breakthrough. 
Christ do are available all the time. But the problem is some people don't want to break through because they got to change. I remember when President Obama was running for office and he kept talking about change and nobody caught on to what the change he was talking about. First of all, he was the change. But a lot of people didn't catch the change. They were mad at him. I don't see no change. I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. And you're looking right at him. He's the change. He's not a Caucasian man. That was the change in itself. Change is salvation of something taking place for you. Breakthrough is a change of something taking place for you that is needed. Not everybody dies because they want to go home. Some people die and pass away because they didn't accept the change or breakthrough. Some people want to go home. Some people just want to go home. They're ready to go. But some people don't want change. Now, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to get that out right because a lot of people reject change because it requires something. A breakthrough requires something. To, oh, my goodness. A breakthrough requires you to do something. Something different. It requires you to make a change. It requires you to go forward. I never forget the story of the, uh, uh, the sister that went to church. Her husband used to beat that woman to terrible. Oh my goodness! They, she, they, he used to beat her bad, and I didn't never, under, I didn't understand. I was young. I was about eighteen, nineteen. That man, you, I never seen him. That man used to beat us so bad. She had to walk. We had dark glasses at the church, so some of us young kids used to laugh. Well, she was wearing dark glasses and joint sandals, but we didn't know. I'm sorry, I laughed. Well, he would beat her up, her eyes beat her up, bust up, bloody, and all that kind of stuff. She and church was her only escape. And I'm gonna tell you something. My pastor and them, they prayed for her. They kept praying for her. They looked to the Lord. And one day, a breakthrough came in a way that she didn't expect. Oh, glory to God. Her breakthrough came in a way she didn't expect. He went home and her husband started doing his craziness, started beating on her. And he went to limbo being put the kicker, and God made his foot get stuck in the air. You heard right. The man's foot was stuck in the air. Now he was paralyzed. Now the woman that he beat up, now he can barely call her name for help. Now he can't go to the bathroom and on his own. Now we can't change his clothes on the Now we can't do nothing either ever. Invalid. The breakthrough came for her. So some of her friends would tell her, you know what? Maybe you should finish him off. <laughs> Those people would tell her all kinds of stuff. Maybe you should take care of him real good. Maybe you should say he's slipped in the safe in the tub and drowned. Isn't that something? But God brought a breakthrough in that woman's life that that man would never ever erase his hand or his foot again. 
Now he had to bathe how to feed him. Oh, that's something. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? Oh my goodness. I guess that, that woman was saying, huh? I'm gonna show you. Now she could have been mean and ran off and live her life now. She's free from being beat up and kicked her off. She can come in now anytime she wants. She can eat dinner without him harassing her. And he can't move around. Breakthrough. How you handle your breakthrough makes all the world a difference. Hear me, beloved. How you handle the breakthrough God has given you makes all the difference. She could have took that breakthrough and used it wickedly, but she took that breakthrough and used it wisely. Breakthrough. We got to get in the place where we receive the breakthrough. And that we take that breakthrough and we walk forward it and grow in God. We got to take that breakthrough and be more obedient to God and glorify God more. We want breakthrough. We want this. We want that. But you got to get your mind off this world. You got to get your mind in tune in God's word. Everybody want a breakthrough. That song says in him, we have a breakthrough. They don't sing songs like that no more. It's all about the beat and him and Yahweh and Eve. It's no longer about songs that move your spirit to rejoice and praise and worship God. It's those songs that just to get you to stop dancing. I was um, here at home one day listening to one of the uh, on my CD. I got a couple of CD downloaded on my computer. And one day, my niece, she was here. So she came in the room, and she started shaking all over to the, to the music. It's one of, one of the uh, artists, a uh, gospel artist song. I, didn't, I just I downloaded the whole CD. I didn't pick songs out like I should have. So after she, she's still uh, four years old. She was four years old. She's five now. So she was shaking all over and jumping all over to the music. And then all of a sudden, I'm just she turned around and said to me, Uncle Bernard, what is that you're listening to? Now she's four years old. And it got to her. And she wanted to know, what is that you listening to? She wanted to know what happened to the gospel music you listen to. But I was supposed to be gospel. What am I saying? Breakthroughs are hindered. When we are not doing the right thing, breakthroughs are hindered when our life is not meeting up with life with what God's word says. This is why the Bible says, search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. Millions have testified that they had it. But once they got in this Bible, they find out their life wasn't meeting up with it. You've got to have your life meet up. I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, like, Another good example of this is, since I like to listen to gospel old time, gospel music. The new vehicles they make today, they, uh, you got, what they call it, Cyrus? Cyrus, I think it is. This is. Okay, you know, they don't have CDs in them now where you can just put your CD and listen. You got to 
Get that membership. Hope you can find yourself. We gotta stay on the old path of righteousness. I'm not joking you. I don't care what age we live in. Holiness is always going to be right. It's never changing because God is holy. Righteousness exalts the nation, but sinners are representing people according to God's word. That's why he said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Oh, yeah, I hear the Lord say, why call me, Lord, and do not the things I say do? When we don't search God's word, we don't know what God is saying. Or we want to break through. We want to get out of the situation we're in. But have you ever considered that you got to get out of the situation you're in by getting in tune with God? You know what? My wife always makes the statement, and it's true. She said, you know, when God stopped moving, now, but he, he moved. It don't stop moving on something. It looked like it was dead and still and nothing happened. And then all of a sudden, God stopped moving. You got to be ready to move along with him. You can't be trying to catch up with God. When God stopped moving, you got to be ready. That's why with the uh, Ten Virgins, we learned the story of being ready and not ready. The Ten Virgins story is a perfect example of us being ready and not ready and being foolish. Breakthroughs are there for anybody that desires them. I'm going to say it again. Now listen to this. Breakthroughs are not just for saved people. You say, what do you mean? Well, if you really look at breakthroughs, an unsaved person, they need a breakthrough to get saved. Did you hear what I said? An unsaved person. Making a breakthrough, they get saved. The breakthrough are not just for the same. But the question becomes more and more and more important. Do you want the breakthrough God has? Do you really want the breakthrough that God has with your name on it? I love that. I love that. With your name on it. All through Genesis. All of the revelation, God offered a breakthrough for anybody that wanted them. Hmm. Breakthrough is something that's radical because it changes people. Breakthrough is something unique because it, it, it changes the atmosphere with the person. It changes everything about them. Because they step forward. They're no longer in that. They're no longer in whatever it was. They walk out of that. The Bible talk about walking into the newness of life. That's breakthrough. But the question is, are we willing to do what it takes? That's something to think about. Are we willing to do what it takes to obtain the breakthrough that God has with your name on It's really something to think about. A breakthrough is something that can replace misery. A breakthrough is something that can replace a large bill. A breakthrough is something that can lift burns off your heart. A breakthrough is something that can change your mind, that can ease the burden off your mind. 
a breakthrough is something that could bring total healing and deliverance in your life. A breakthrough is something that could change your spiritual insight. A breakthrough is something that could change your thinking. A breakthrough. That's why I tell everybody, you don't want what other people have. You want what God has for you. You want what God has for you. You know why you want what God has for you? Because he has so much for you. He said no good thing without us. It was told from them that walk up right in before me. God has a lot for you. They can't base things on what preachers say. You got to base it off what God's words say and what God desires to do for you. My message is that the message that God gave me isn't for everybody because everybody don't want to bring through. Everybody don't want to walk with God. Everybody just want God to give them something. He gave you already the greatest gift on earth. And that was a gift of his son's life. That was the greatest gift God could give to anybody. He gave us the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. It was a breakthrough that was given to all generations to take part of. The Bible talks about God's mercies are renewed daily from generation to generation. His mercy from generation and his loving kindness and from generation to generation to generation. The free gift and breakthrough of eternal life actually came through Jesus Christ. That's something. Because you got to understand something. Before Jesus Christ came on the scene, you had to go through the old prophets. And they didn't come around all the time. They only came around when God sent them. It's just like the troubling of the water. You read the scripture about the, uh, uh, the pool that was uh, uh, troubled by the angel. And the first, once a year, and the first person got in that pool was healed, delivered, or whatever they were going through. But today, you don't have to wait on no pool. You don't have to wait on no prophet. God is still in the miracle working business. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the deliverance business. He ain't changed. We changed. God has never changed. The Lord, the Lord that God that changed it not. But the question today is, what will you do with the breakthrough that has your name on it? That's something to think about. What will you do with the breakthrough with your name on it? Will you embrace the breakthrough and reach out and allow God to perform it for you? Or will you continue on making excuses and get comfortable in a situation you're in instead of reaching out to God for that breakthrough? That's something to think about. Will you? Reach out and accept the breakthrough that God has for you. I want to tell you this because it's true. I understand that most people are taught to focus on other things and focus on what to look at what other people have to motivate you. 
not biblical. You cannot look at other things they have. People have or have a nice home, they cars or whatever. Some of y'all want children and don't have children or whatever. You can't base it off other people because you don't know what other people go through or what they did to get it. And I'm talking about children too. Everybody have children the right way. Today, this day, on this first part of the series, Breakthrough, you can be saved. You can be delivered. And you can be made free. But the question remains, do you really want to break through, break through today? The Bible said, behold, now is the time of salvation. Choose you whom this day you're going to serve. Every day, as my friend used to say, every day is a gift of God, and it's great to be alive. That's something to think about. Some people say, what's great about it? You woke up this morning, somebody didn't. That's for starters. You got your mouth to run. That's another issue. That's another reason. But you're here, some of y'all here that don't know the Lord or your personal Savior. Now is the time for you to give your life to the Lord. And get a breakthrough in your life so you can move forward. Those of you that's not saved, watch this broadcast. Bow your head with me now. Let's pray. And repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, and save me and become my personal Savior. I thank you for saving me right now dying on the cross of Calvary for me and giving me the breakthrough in my life that I need. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, beloved. Let me pray for you, Father, in Jesus' name, as you touch every little soul under the sound of my voice. Break the yokes in their life, meet the needs in their life, give them the victory they need. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, I think starting next week, y'all be able to, uh, uh, um, after this broadcast, you'll be able to go to Pastor B. Wells, and you can get all, uh, uh, PastorBWells.com, and you'll be able to get all the, uh, all the uh, live services there. And to Wednesday night, for Bible study at 8.15 p.m., be faithful to God, and we'll be back here on next Sunday at 5.15 p.m. Until then, get your breakthrough. <laughs>